He can limit people's potential by simply getting involved with their thought life. He can hold people in misery and depression, cause people to commit suicide, make people give up, make people not achieve, all because he can influence their thoughts. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. <laughs> Delighted to have you tune in and join us, those of you watching by television or those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. I'd like to share something that will be a blessing in your life, something that we all need to constantly remind ourselves and constantly employ in our everyday lives. And I'd just like to share a little humor, something that came into my email this week. And it reads, it says, this gentleman goes into a doctor's office and the doctor says, oh, Mr. Jones, we have the results of your tests. Do you want the bad news first or the very bad news? Mr. Jones shrugs and says, well, I guess I'll have the bad news first. Well, the bad news is you have 24 hours to live. The man is distraught. 24 hours to live? That's horrible. What could be worse than that? What's the very bad news? The doctor says, the very bad news is, I've been trying to contact you since yesterday. (laughs) Let's all read together there in unison. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 8. Ready? Read. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. And I just want to use as a subject, embrace good Thinking, embrace, turn your neighbor and say, embrace good thinking. I love the, the way the Bible admonishes us, it actually gives us the guidelines for our thought life because our thought life is pivotal. It is, it is really important as it actually directs and guides our you know, our very existence here, our very lives are controlled and guided and directed. It all begins with our thought life. And so the Bible gives us some guidelines, gives us some suggestions, lets us know how we are to gear our thinking, because our thinking is so pivotal for the rest of our lives. And so I like something that someone wrote that shares the sentiment, it says, watch your thoughts 
for they become words. Watch your words, for they become action. Watch your actions, for they become habit. Watch your habits, for they become character. Watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. So notice that it all begins with our thoughts. It all begins with our thinking, the very thoughts that we think. And it is so vitally important for us to get rid of defeating thoughts, thoughts that limit, hinder, potential that God has placed in our lives, thoughts that really limit us and put a lid on us, restrain us and keep us from becoming who God intends for us to become. And so our thoughts determine our attitude, thoughts determine our actions, our thoughts determine ultimately our destiny. Our destiny is determined. By our thoughts. The Bible says, and you don't have to turn there, but Proverbs 23, 7 says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. One translation says, as a, as a person thinks in his heart, so he will become. As a person thinks in his heart, so he will become. So our thoughts, they really, they direct our lives. We become what we think in our hearts. We become those very thoughts. Who you are today is nothing but a culmination of the thoughts that you've had in your earlier life. So our thoughts are very vital. They're very important, pivotal to our success in life, and growing to our maximum potential. And so our thoughts, um, they affect every area of life. They affect the way we feel. You know, if you think depressing thoughts, you're going to be depressed. Everything stems from our thoughts. It's, it's not really, a lot of people think that they're depressed by their circumstances. It's not really your circumstances that depress you. It's your thinking about those circumstances that depress you, that cause us to be down. But on the converse, it's true. If you think happy, joyful, grateful thoughts, you are going to be a happy, joyful, grateful person. So our thoughts always precede who we become. They precede our destiny. They precede our action. They precede our self-image. I like this um, Chinese proverb that says, assume a cheerfulness you do not feel, and shortly you feel the cheerfulness you assume. In other words, it's simply saying, you know, we feel exactly the way we think. And so we can make adjustments, we can adjust our thoughts. You can be miserable or you can be happy simply by your thoughts. Simply by your thinking. You have to make that decision. Every morning when you wake up, you ought, to set, you ought to set your thoughts for the day. You start off your day and set 
whether or not I'm going to be happy today or I'm going to be miserable. We all said it with our thoughts. We said it with our thoughts. And so we end up feeling exactly the way that we think in our minds. So our thoughts are so powerful. Our thoughts can expand our lives or our thoughts can limit our lives. And this has been proven not only spiritually and biblically, but this is proven psychologically. It's proven by scientists that people will perform in a manner consistent with the way they think of themselves. And so our thoughts are really the beginning point of whatever we accomplish in life. I like something that that Henry Ford said. He said it very simply. He said, whether you think you can or can't, you are right. He said, whether you think you can or can't, you are right. And he understood that you would simply do what you believed in your heart, thought in your mind that you can do, or if you believed that you couldn't do something or accomplish something in your heart and mind, you would not be able to accomplish. So we have to first get our thoughts and our thinking in proper order. You know, I like to think of our our minds and our thoughts sort of like as a transmission. And we can either decide to put that transmission in, into drive or we can put it in the reverse. But it's all by the thoughts we put in there. We're either going to put our lives in drive or we put our lives in reverse simply based on our thinking. Some people are driving in reverse because they're thinking about their past, they're thinking about their failures, they're thinking about their mistakes. Their lives have been limited by what somebody told them. And because somebody told them it has limited their lives. I I read an interesting story about a young man. He worked for a very famous pastor very famous minister, and he was the personal assistant of this pastor. And somebody called uh, the hotel where the pastor was staying. He was on the road doing a crusade, and somebody called and wanted prayer. This famous pastor, he was asleep, so he couldn't be disturbed. So the assistant answered the phone, and he said, he said, I'm sorry, he cannot pray with you. But he he said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll pray with you instead. And the man on the other end of the phone who called in for prayer, he said, no, that's okay. He said, you won't do. (laughs) He didn't want prayer from the assistant. He wanted prayer from the main man. And that assistant said those words plagued him. He said, for many years after that, the only thing that he could think of, you won't do. You won't do. And he said for many years, he, he felt secondhand. He felt he didn't feel like he had any ability. He didn't feel like he had any spiritual power. He didn't feel like he was anybody, all because that thought got hung up in his head. You won't do. What is it that somebody might have said to you, spoken over you, that has limited your Life And so our thoughts are, are so powerful. And this is why the, the Bible really gives us instruction on what to think. You know, I begin to think about, if you think about the devil here, something as powerful as our thoughts, you can imagine that the devil, he wants to get in on that. 
He can ruin somebody's life by getting them to think the wrong thoughts. He can limit people's potential by simply getting involved with their thought life. He can hold people in misery and depression, cause people to commit suicide, make people give up, make people not achieve, all because he can influence their thoughts. And so our minds become a very big battleground. And so the devil, he wants to get in on that. I read this story about this man, and it's very interesting. I'm going to read the story to you, but it's about this man who was, he was sick, and he was doing everything spiritually that he knew to get healed. And so he was confessing God's word over his body. He was quoting all of the healing scriptures that he could find. He was believing God for his healing to manifest in his body. But during all of this process, he would constantly be bombarded with negative thoughts, thoughts like it's not working, thoughts like you're not going to get healed, thoughts like you're wasting your time, thoughts like you're actually getting sicker instead of better. And he said as he was doing this, he, he, he began to become discouraged. And he said right in the midst of this experience that he was having, this battle he was having, he said God opened his eyes and allowed him to see into the spiritual realm. And it's very interesting what he saw. Listen to what he saw. He said he he was able to see himself in the spiritual realm. He saw himself praying. He saw himself confessing God's word and believing for healing. He saw that in the spirit. But then he said he saw a demon leaning over and speaking lies to him, telling him that he was not going to be healed, telling him that confessing God's word was not working. And he said he saw each time that he confessed the word, and as he had this open vision, he said each time he confessed the word, as he saw in the spiritual realm, He said light came out of his mouth in the form of a sword. And he said that demon would cower and fall backward every time he spoke God's word. And he said he began to see what God was trying to show him. The importance of continuing to speak God's word even in the midst of these defeating thoughts that are coming toward our lives. And so when he opened his eyes and showed him that those thoughts are literally demon spirits that are trying to influence your thinking, to limit you, to hold you in bondage, to keep you back, to make you quit, to make you give up. But when we speak God's word, it has life force. It's the sword of the spirit that begins to cut. And so... He began to understand that the devil uses doubt. And doubt is nothing more than these defeating thoughts. These defeating thoughts that come to our minds to oppose God's word. And so the devil, he he is really interested about getting into our thought life because he understands that if he can control our thoughts, he can ultimately ruin our lives. And so it's a very, very powerful place. Turn over 
in your Bible to 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5. Read it together in unison with me. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Bringing every thought under the authority of Christ. So there are some, the Bible's letting you know, there are some thoughts you have to cast down. You have to make those thoughts line up with God's word. You got to bring them under the authority of Christ. So thoughts, negative thoughts, demonic thoughts will come to all of us, but we have this awesome ability to be able to choose our thoughts. And so we can choose what we want to think. Now we can't stop the thoughts from coming, but we can certainly, we can stop and choose which ones we dwell on, which ones we allow to stay. And so these thoughts, the Bible lets us know that there are some thoughts you have to cast down. You got to bring into captivity. You got to bring under subjection to Christ. And so we are able to filter the thoughts that enter our minds and, and determine which ones we're going to think upon and dwell upon and meditate upon, and which ones ultimately will control our lives. When these negative thoughts come, one way you can get rid of them is by immediately saying something. And I learned this little trick from Brother Kenneth Copeland years ago. He would always give this demonstration. He would always say, I want everybody to count to 10 silently. Everybody close your eyes, and you can do this exercise. Everybody close your eyes for a moment and just count to 10 silently. Now say your name out loud. Everybody say your name out loud. Now what happened to your count? It stopped. And he, he taught this principle years ago, and I never forgot it, but he said, uh, whenever there's a thought, you're thinking on something that you don't want to think on, always open your mouth and say something because you will always stop to see what your mouth is saying. Your mind always has to stop to see what your mouth is saying. And so when the devil, when all of these defeating thoughts are entering into your mind saying that you're not going to make it, doesn't look good, I don't know what's going to happen, I'm worried about your future, you're not going to pull through, you're not going to be able to bounce back this look, I'll open your mouth up and say, yes, I am too. I am coming back. I will overcome this. I will get healed. I will get well. I will live and not die. What are you talking about? Always open your mouth. Always open your mouth. Don't sit there and listen to those thoughts. Always open your mouth because your mind has to stop to see what your mouth has to say. And so if you put God's word in your mouth, you will defeat defeating thoughts every time. You will defeat defeating thoughts every time by simply saying something when they enter your mind. Say something. Say something. You have to turn to your neighbor and say, you have to say something. And normally it's pretty easy. Even if you don't know God's word, even if you don't know any Bible at all, normally all you got to do is just say the opposite of whatever you're thinking. So, that, you know, if your thought comes, you're going to die, just immediately holler, I know I'm living. Just say the opposite thought comes that you're stupid, no, just immediately holler, no, I'm brilliant. 
Just say, always just say the opposite. Because normally, that's how we know it's from the devil. Because if it's anything that's discouraging, if it's anything that's going to make you feel like a failure, anything that's going to make you feel insecure, anything that makes you feel like giving up, anything that brings defeat and doubt, we automatically know that that is a demon in the spirit realm leaning over, speaking into your mind in order to bring ruin and destruction into your life. But all you have to do is open your mouth and shout back the opposite of whatever he is saying to you. And so that's, that's one, of the, one of the little tricks I've learned through the years. Just open your mouth up. The reason people sink in a depression, they sit there and, and dwell on all of that stuff. They just sit there, and the more they think about it, the worse they feel. And the more they think about it, the worse they feel. And the more they think about it, see, you determine how you feel based on what you're thinking on. If you're not feeling too good about life, I can pretty much guarantee your thoughts are not too good about life. I can guarantee you, your feelings will always follow your thoughts. So you can always tell if you feel a little depression, you feel a little down, a little, I can always tell you, check your thoughts, I guarantee you. You are dwelling on negative thoughts, condemning thoughts. You're dwelling on defeating thoughts, discouraging thoughts that you've allowed the enemy to speak into your hearing. So open your mouth and say something. If you study scripture, you'll find that in the Garden of Eden at the very beginning, the devil showed up and he was, he was doing this from the very beginning. He was always showing up whispering to Adam and Eve. He was always saying that, saying things from the very beginning. And so one day God shows up and Adam and Eve are hiding. God says, you know, Adam, where are you? And Adam hollers back hiding. And God says, why are you hiding? He said, because we're naked. And God immediately says, who told you that? God knew the enemy had been talking to them. Who told you that? Who told you that? And so I believe God says to us, Anytime that you're dealing with defeating thoughts and negative thoughts, God is saying to you, who told you that? Who told you you couldn't make it? Who told you you would die? Who told you you didn't have what it takes? Who told you? Who told you you were never going to be successful or never amount to anything? Who told you that? Who told you you would never get healed? Who told you you won't be able to bounce back this time? Who told you you were going to be alone the rest of your life? Who told you you'd never find love? You'd never get married? Who told you that? See, you got you to find out who told you that. Because you'll find out that that's the enemy talking to you. That's the enemy talking to you. And so there's, there's some powerful thing that, that God's word says to us about our thoughts, about our thought life. And I don't have time to really share everything I would like to share about this. And so we'll continue next time. But I just wanted to lay some foundation to let you know that our lives, the direction of our lives, we move in the direction of our most dominant thought. Your life moves in the direction of your most dominant thought. Those of you who are listening, I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, message number 7430 in its entirety. 
You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because, brother, you need the Word. This ends message number 7430 by C. Elijah Bronner. To send this message, embrace your thinking, number 7430, to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7430. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often, and keep your spirit charged up.